Good morning. This is Rebecca Conran, and you are listening to the New Story Podcast with me. And today we're going to be talking all about the energy report for December the 4th through the 10th. What's going on in the skies this week? Um, have you been feeling really cranky? Because I know I have. Um, <laughs> that has nothing to do with astrology, but we could talk about it still. Um, no. We are going to talk about the influence of astrology, but it's definitely not making us feel any which way. It provides an atmosphere for change and for transformation, and how we deal with that is really on us. But I do think that um, some of the transits that we've been going through are definitely more tenuous than normal they're less likely than normal um we don't often have pluto at the last degrees of a sign that's not a common occurrence um and this week we have um another major planet uh stationing direct and that's not always a normal occurrence either it's normal that they be retrograde um but the actual point of transformation is a peak and those peaks um can be um, tenuous for us. It's very early in the morning for me, and if I sound funny, it's because I'm trying to be quiet um, because I don't want to disturb my neighbors with a with a lively podcast at um, 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Um, so I'm going to try and be quiet about this. Um. Yeah, what do you call very early in the morning on a Sunday? Um, I want to call it the bitching hour. (laughs) Because I would be bitching if someone was waking me up uh, with a fucking podcast at 6 a.m. So let's just get right into it. Last week we we discussed how um, the beginning of this week coming up uh, had a transit to start with. We discussed... um, Venus about to change signs. So on Monday, December the 4th, Venus is finally going to enter Scorpio. Venus is about how we give and receive love. Um, It's about our values um, and our uh, access to resources. And in Scorpio, which is going to be entering, Venus is going to be entering Scorpio, um, it brings some of that Scorpio season with us um, that we just poured our hearts through. Um, and this is healthy for us in the area of Venus to have Scorpio energy. It brings passion. It brings commitment. It brings, um, intimacy and a deepening in relationships. You know, our, um, relationships need to be transformed and and healed in real time. And, this is really the moment to do that. It's a time to let go of secrecy um, and to trust in our value and our worth. This transit is really good for going deeper emotionally in our relationships, for creating intimacy through vulnerability and through our acceptance of that in other people too. And this is something that we're going to feel pushed to do during this transit. Um, we're going to feel pushed to a deeper level. Um, but we may also feel even more afraid to reveal ourselves because these things go hand in hand with 
Scorpio, the fear of revelation and the need for revelation. So there's secrets that we all keep, secrets that we think uh, that we hold about ourselves, things that we think aren't lovable about us, things that we feel afraid to reveal to others, and we hide these secrets under false facades or isolation or addiction or instant gratification and pleasure-seeking. And, um, you know, we must reveal these secrets to ourselves first and foremost and be willing to be truly intimate and vulnerable with ourselves so that we can co-parent and reparent, um, co-parent, reparent. <laughs> it's very early, y'all. So that we can reparent ourselves properly as well as release the false modes of comfort that we've become attached to. So, you know, Venus in Scorpio can can show sometimes as addiction and obsession rearing up when we aren't really dealing with the underpinnings of what feels like it's keeping our heart closed, um, the things that we feel um, make us too vulnerable to love or being seen, um, any beliefs that we have that we aren't good enough, these are things that are going to need to be um, seen and heard during this transit. And we're going to want to soothe soothe and comfort these areas um, like a loving parent would with encouragement and not just slapping a Band-Aid on it. And, uh, you know, when we have like a, a deep... Um, issue with our self-esteem it's easy to slap the band-aid of attention from others or um or um sex or something like that on it or um achievement and say well I'm gonna kind of wrap a bow around my self-esteem issues for a moment and uh and pretend that they don't exist by um fucking someone or something like that. And it never works long term. You know, at some point we have to really face our self-esteem issues without trying to put a band-aid on it by transforming it, transforming those self-esteem issues and really looking directly at the aspect of ourselves that feels that way and loving that part of us and taking care of that part of us. Um, and we can't do that, um, without clarity and without conscious choice. So we need to pay attention to any obsessions and addictions that are highlighted right now. Ones that are really hindering our opportunities for intimacy and love. And it's not to say, oh, you, you know, there's no, there's nothing inherently wrong at all with, um, with sex and, and dating and things like that at all. And there's no shame in a one night stand <laughs> or anything like that. Those are just expressions that people go through of connection. Um, but I think when we're yearning for something deeper, if we engage in something more shallow, it never ends up giving us what we really want and what we really need. Um, which is that deeper connection, that feeling of safety and comfort through connection. 
So as we travel through Scorpio, it's going to bring any dysfunctional behaviors to light. It's going to shine a deep compassion on them. Um, hopefully if we're, if we're really working with it in a conscious way, and this is a great time to commit to therapy or, um, take a deeper look at psychological issues. Um, Scorpio really excels at that. And, you know, Scorpio does bring good money energy into the mix. I find when we're, um, you know, Scorpio represents other people's money. So this could be a time when you get news about a, um, bonus at work or, um, a raise at work or something like that. Um, commit to your healing. And I feel like you'll also create more opportunities for financial success in your life. You know, when we create a like greater self-esteem in one area, it usually manifests in all areas of our life. So if that's something that we are finding is lacking, you know, if we're lacking financial support, Yes, it is a tough time in general as well, and there are expectations we may need to temper towards that time, but at the same time, um, you know, like our um, self-esteem and our belief that we, you know, deserve support and to be taken care of and to have what we need, um, it's all tied in romantically, financially, that sense of security. So creating that sense of security inwardly definitely helps the external um, experience of it. Um, it doesn't mean that we magically bring a million dollars into our bank account, but it can make us feel um, safe where we are, that we have what we need. So let's move on. Tuesday the 5th, we've got the moon in Virgo. Um, it's squaring the sun, it's trining Uranus, so it's a little bit of a mixed bag. When the moon is in Virgo, we're definitely analyzing, we're criticizing, we're organizing, um, and it's not a place where we're really feeling our feelings. Um, when the moon's in Virgo, we're more like analyzing and sorting and, you know, comprising data out of our feelings, so... Um, I think that this can be a practical support today because the, uh, Venus, which is freshly in Scorpio is trining, uh, Saturn and Pisces. So Venus, our worth, our self-esteem, our romance, um, is, uh, making positive and optimistic connections with, um, Saturn, our self-discipline around our spiritual practice, around oneness. So today is a day where we can maybe have a little bit of a boost and get organized and commit to our practice of um, spirituality, which is where we uh, claim ownership of not just the physical reality, but also the energy reality. And um, it couldn't come sooner because then the very next day, and we're going to really be feeling this trans, I've been feeling this transit. Um, I've been very tired, but I haven't been sleeping very well. Um, there's a lot of karmic past life stuff that's being processed and energetically, um, because on Wednesday, Neptune is going to turn direct and it's at home and it's sign of Pisces and it's been retrograde 
for a while, like most of the planets do, they retrograde. Most of the outer planets are retrograde for at least six months out of the year. And um, when they make their transits, that's the point when things are the most intense. So let's look at the degree for this transit. Um, it's the 25th degree of Pisces. And its title is People and Animals Frightened During an Eclipse. Going deep and going far, yet emotionally afraid and bereft, impelled by great force of being to carry on with destiny strides forward. You are periodically swamped by onslaughts of everything feared coming true, being certain and being terrorized. The exquisite gift of pulling yourself through the enactment of personal, collective, and ancestral nightmares. You feel a consecration to what is coming into being on the expanded horizon, and a warrior's courage is always going back and grappling with the lingering shadows, a mission that cannot be refused, and a sense of purpose that defies its own collapse and rises from the ashes repeatedly. Well, Jesus fucking Christ, I mean, uh, talk about the bitching hour. Um, That's a very... uh, enigmatic point <laughs> that that um Neptune is transiting on and it's you know uh anytime you get into the final degrees of a sign you're in more of the fullness of that sign so this you know um Neptune transit it's really it, it is about coming to terms with the past with our karmic history um it's a portal of time to really align ourselves with spirit and with the universe internally um yeah we have to look at what's happening straight in the face it's ties to the past um even going back for hundreds if not thousands of years um and then remain hopeful in our in our um in our intention for the future because we're the ones creating it So Neptune is known as the dissolver of ego and it is the ruler of Pisces. So it's at home. This is a time when Neptune's getting a lot done, um, in Pisces. And, um, it's usually related to what's going on behind the scenes in our subconscious or unconscious things that we're not necessarily fully aware of. It's where we suppress. It's where we might be or feel imprisoned. Um, Neptune also connects us to oneness, to um, the unity of the infinite. And these transits of Neptune often have us yearning for the infinite. And that's why drug addiction and overdoses and things like that can be heightened during these times, because um, we're trying to feel a connection And, uh, sometimes we're using numbing methods to get there, you know, in order to feel that connection to oneness, we actually have to be willing to release the attachments and walls that we've erected to stop that unity from accessing us. And actually, um, dependencies to substances are one of the walls that, um, gives a false idea that we're connecting and we're actually not. It's actually disconnecting us from it, or it's not letting us be in our choices we connect. So we're connecting with a lot of energies, um, and not all of them are um, supportive of us. 
So during this retrograde period, our collective has been doing a deep dive into uncovering and revealing whatever kind of nightmares are blocking us from our dreams, um, uncovering the walls and trying to break them down and shocking what kind of nightmare we've seen and we are seeing. I think the nightmare of fascism is really... um, one of the hardest things to watch unfolding right now um, because there's no part of us that wants to tolerate that. Um, and so what we can't tolerate, we're going to have, we have a really hard time accepting, right? Um, it's really tough. And, um, but it's a revealing period. And, um, you know, when the planets are far away, we're not feeling we're feeling it sort of, um, subversively, the energy, um, we're feeling it abruptly during the transit though. We're feeling it in a very poignant way. So expect for your dreams and for the healing work that you're doing when you're asleep to become more active. Um, if you have a lot of hidden demons, then you may struggle with sleep or nightmares this week. Um, and, you know, or if you are a lucid dreamer like me and you do a lot of active stuff in your dreams, you might find yourself needing to do more energy work, um, during your sleep time. Um, but you could just as easily use this time to get really good rest and feel really rejuvenated and, you know, use this energy to connect more deeply with love and oneness of the collective consciousness. And, you know, we have to look and decide for ourselves how we're going to work with the material. And it might be a mix of both. Um, sometimes in my energy work, I'm confronted with very dark energies of, um, the people that I work with and, um, Oh, there's a nice little alarm. Um, confronted with energies that are not pretty. They're not soft and gooey. And part of the work is facing them in a pragmatic and practical way um, without the attachment of fear um, and to help to transform them or to, you know, be a, be a, a, a parent in some way to the client or, or uh, you know, to really... Um, I don't want to say discipline the energies, but protect against the energies, sort of come in and and tell them what the intention is and not be ruled by other energies coming in. And that's what this time is all about. It's about, you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed by energy, by things that don't feel like you, returning them to sender and um, being able to look clearly at something and go, you know, you don't scare me. The, the, the power here is in my hands, um, for how I want to, um, live my life and what I'm going to give permission for energetically. So this is a time to really, um, tune into that power you have internally and really work with energy in a conscious way. Um, but you know, take the time to process feelings that are coming up and find rest and recuperation during this period. This is, um, a time when we do need a little bit more 
sleep and a little bit more care. As a retrograde period comes to an end, we we are going to find any fantasy, illusion, and deceit crumbling during this period, but also where we've lost sight of our imagination, our creative powers, you know, and working towards our dreams. Um, those things need to be um, brought back to our reality. What are we working for in this life? You know, that's going to become clearer to us again. So we want to review how we merge with the natural order of things. We want to open to our intuitive guidance and create those um, time and space to do that. The inner mystic. Um, when do we make time to connect with that? Have you been making that time and creating that space? Um, and to really like tune into our own spirituality, not, not the, not religion that's made of man's limited experience and opinion, but spirituality, the, the unexplainable, what's unique to each person, how you interpret energy that courses through all things, how you revere it and respect it, how you work with it in ways that create beauty and love in this world. Um, this is a time when, if you get lost in the fog, you might fog. You might try cleaning up some of your behaviors. Drink less alcohol. Consume less sugar. Drink less coffee. Um, a clear system can do wonders for a clear mind, and it's really a necessity during transits like this because when things get dark, we need to bring in the light. That's our responsibility to create. Um, to create. Uh, the opportunity for light to access us. You know, light can't access us without our intention too. So we need to also pave the way for that. We need to pave the way for um, supportive and positive energies to have access to us too, not just dark energies. And, uh, you know, I think one of the, one of the um, most common ways that we give up our... Um, we give up our choice around invading energetic forces is through substances um, because it just really takes us out of our conscious choice. And then we can't do what's necessary to really tune into, is this me? Is this mine? Or is this me reading the room and becoming engulfed by that energy? Um, Speaking of light, on Thursday the 7th, we've got the sun trining Chiron. The sun in Sagittarius is trining Chiron in Aries. So there's a moment here, a portal in time, where our um, how we identify with our wounds can really shift. We can really become empowered by it. It's a, it's a um, tuning in moment for our own sense of spiritual truth. Um, I think, uh, with Hanukkah beginning on this day too, there's so much to, there's just so much tense tension, you know, around, um, belief systems in the world and, um, just such a lack of, of understanding and love for each person and really seeing, failing to see individuals, and instead um, tying people into their inst institutions. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to be associated with either the American or 
British government, you know? Um, I wouldn't want to be associated with the monarchy. <laughs> um, and just because I'm born somewhere or because I live somewhere certainly doesn't make me... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, it doesn't make my beliefs in alignment with the beliefs on a whole. And I think many, many cultures and many um, areas are defined by the worst of their, of by the worst yet most powerful of their, um, of their culture or their nationality. Um, and just think of the attitude you might have towards Russians, you know, um, all Russians are not Putin and don't think like him. Um, all Israelis are not their government. Uh, all Palestinians are not Hamas. And um, it's so important that we don't numb ourselves with um, prejudice um, and that we allow ourselves to see people as individuals with whole lives, with whole lives you know, with families, with dreams. Every single person on earth is a whole person with beliefs and dreams and feelings and um, they should not all be lumped together in our minds. And we really have to work to undo that collective um, bullshit <laughs> and, uh, and to... You know, I find myself having to tune into that too, you know, having to tune into um, what's going on. I feel very, very vehemently opposed to the violence that's happening in um, Gaza, but I also need to acknowledge that this is perpetrated by a government body just like most Americans have no control over oil pipelines and um, laws being put into place. And I mean, I think what we're really seeing is that the will of the people is rarely ever enforced by the will of the gov of government right now. And that's across the world. The notion of democracy is a false notion. And I think that that's the illusion that we're unraveling is that we need to unify 100% with our neighbors, with our fellow citizens of this world against the um, violence and oppression of wealthy capitalist um, supremacists. And that's where our governments really align. And most people... Most humans on earth, like, yes, they can be really functioning from a place of fear. And, um, but most people are just really trying to live um, in harmony with what they need. And so, you know, this week is a week where we really tune into how to do that personally, how to make ourselves a clear channel for the intentions of the future clear channel to be our spiritual selves in a human life 
Um, we end the week with um, the moon in Libra on Friday and the moon in Scorpio on Saturday. Um, we have Venus in opposition to Jupiter on Saturday too, but you know, I really feel like outside of um, where the moon is at, those transits are not going to be the most tenuous for the week. The moon in Libra, um, it does, it's hard right now to have the moon in Libra because when the moon's in Libra, it's touching on the south node in Libra. And so, of course, that the moon being in Libra around Hanukkah starting, it is a reminder um, because the when um, this original attack happened uh, this time on October 7th, um, the south node was definitely involved in Libra. So it is kind of bringing us back to that place of like, that we really want to look for diplomacy and a win-win solution and some kind of beauty in the world. And we're just, we're, our world is, you know, half trapped behind a veil of denial and, um, and it's not waking up (laughs) or it's waking up at a much slower pace than we would want to, than we would want it obviously, for peace and unity in the world. Um, So yeah, tensions through Friday are going to be rising, and that disparity where there isn't a win-win solution available, that hurts us emotionally. Saturday, the moon moves into Scorpio, and we might feel revenge, (laughs) because um, sometimes those feelings can take over um, with the Scorpio energy where we want to punish others for their behavior. We want to punish others for hurting us. Really, we need to look for how to deepen our relationship with others, how to be, you know, present to our vulnerabilities without going into a place of fear, Um, present to our vulnerabilities where we can deepen our relationship with another person um, and see okay, I'm hurting and I'm suffering and this person that's hurting me or I feel hurt by is also suffering and hurt and trying to find our way out of the cycle um, with intimacy and and a commitment to a deeper form of love. Um, Next week, you know... We have Mercury retrograde starting, so this entire week I would back up your (laughs) phones and your computers, um, try to kind of solidify plans, let whatever takes place over the final part of December be a review instead of a a new, a brand new endeavor. Um, And, you know, remember to just slow down, read things multiple times, um, you know, read over contracts and, um, this is, this is a time to go back over the past and review messages and review contracts and review communications. Um, this isn't a time to, um, to, um, start a brand new project or process. This is a time, this is not the right timing for that. Um, and I think when we go back, direct in Capricorn, we will feel a real push 
um, for that, but that's not right this moment. So, you know, take your time, try to be patient. Um, don't be rushing around in your car. Um, really get grounded in the body. Um, I think during periods of Mercury retrograde, um, and as we build to it, it's really important to ground yourself and take things slow. Don't try to push yourself. And so be, you know, limiting your caffeine intake and things like that. Those things that lift you up and out of the body instead of plant your feet on the ground. All right. So thank you so much for listening. If you want to support this podcast, you can buy my Patreon. You can give any amount um, for these weekly reports or you can give any amount by donating via Venmo to keep these um, reports coming and help me to provide the formatting for hosting and all of that. That's at Rebecca-Conran, and that's linked in the show notes along with my Patreon. Um, And um, I'm still working remotely, so I have my recorded energy forecasts, um, which are based on your personal astrology, um, it's a recorded uh, a recording that I send to you that kind of answers the questions that you have around your astrology and what's going on in your personal transits, like how things are affecting you um, directly. And then, of course, you can always work with me one-on-one with my remote um, healing sessions that take place via Zoom or FaceTime. Um, and all of that is bookable via my website, www.rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Conran, C-O-N-R-A-N.com. All right, my friends, I will talk to you soon. Lots of love.